Welcome back to Dome and Stone. I'm your friend Luke, and it won't be long because it's kind of late, and we got to go through a bunch of One Piece episodes, yo. And up next after me is my friend Janine, my co-host E. And yeah, fuck. I spent like two hours, like on and off today, just coming up with like <laughs> a really long bit, and. Then Sam was like, no, uh, that's that's a bad idea, Luke. This is a cursed idea. And I kind of, like, fucked it up. Yeah. I don't think that there was any wrong way for that bit to end, long or short. My name is Luke, and I use he, they, and we're going to talk about One Piece today, and we're talking about that in comparison to The Simpsons. Fuck. (laughs) (laughs) (sighs) I I love that you tried. I love that you tried. Don't Land Stalin is the show that we do, and if you don't like it, well, you probably like Apu, who is a character who has a problematic history because he created an entire racial stereotype that has persisted, and I think there is a good reason why he's no longer on the show. Ha 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 ha! Amazing. Yeah, it, it it gets worse. Like I can do it in my head, <laughs> oh my God. but now I've got to, like go upstairs and throw up mom's spaghetti. Oh, what if you just sprinkled it in, just like recurringly throughout like future episodes? Just like this is this is the Luke Krabs just trying to <laughs> segue into another thing. <laughs> oh. oh. There's 20 seconds of silence because he needed to find out what to rhyme with devil fruit. Zoot suit. I would argue that who's going to be fucking wearing a zoot suit? But I think we've seen that like at least a couple of times at the, by this point. Janine, there's a fucking guy who's going to appear in like 300 episodes who's literally just Al Capone. God damn. Al Capone, motherfuckers. Okay. Oh, uh, yeah. Welcome back to episode 26 of Domance Dawn. I am Luke, he, him, sometimes they, them, as a little gender treat. You want to give me a surprise? Well, you'll sweep me off my feet. Fuck, there it is. Now I can't stop rapping, and I'm going to have to stop because eventually I'll be crapping. I'm crapping out now because my rhymes aren't flowing and you know I've got to just stop myself from going. But I can't stop and I can't not quit because fuck, 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 Janine, who are you? And I'm Janine. I use she, they pronouns. Yes. This is the show. I mean, like, oh. 
It's some, been too sometimes, long. sometimes Luke does this and it hurts me. Sometimes he does it and it tickles me. This time, I think we've all felt something different. Tell us what you felt on our Twitter at Domancedon on Twitter. Yeah, uh, please don't leave us a bad review because you do not like this bit. Uh, yeah, so... If you've back. gotten this far inside of the podcast, you've embraced some of the Chaos terribleness. Energy. Yeah, you, you should be able to vibe with this. <laughs> this is the episode that's going to make or break people because apparently uh, Skypea is what makes or breaks some people as One Piece fans. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, like... Arlong Park is the point where you know whether or not you should keep going with One Piece. Skypea is where you determine how long you will be going with One Piece. <laughs> wow. But well, I mean, when, when, we'll, when we get into it in the story plot, then I have my opinions. We'll start the predictions on where I'll be placed. Mm-hmm. So last time, I had a mint. The two packs of Queen City sausages were a red smoked sausage and a pork broth. Not what I had said. If you were hanging on waiting for that apology, I'll have you know. Luke takes his ballpark hot dog snack food items very seriously would you call a hot dog a snack or like a like meal you can have a hot dog as a snack or a meal but those are specifically sausages janine all hot dogs are sausages not all sausages are hot dogs hmm Taxonomy of hot dogs is real important, because we gotta talk about the meat we're important. From Germany, Brussels, and Prague too, and yeah. Eventually I'll get it, and that will be the worst thing. Like, <laughs> I've discussed it with uh, Abby, and also Sam at this point. Sam does not listen to this podcast, Abby does not like One Piece. Uh, so they will never hear about this unless you message them, but uh... They they and I agree that the worst thing that would happen is if I somehow got incredibly online popular, because I wouldn't do well. Oh no. I'd fucking die. I did spend about a half hour during work trying to find the right beat to use. I, I found a good one. You did. You did. I, I love it. I'm never <laughs> prepared for what you're going to say as soon as it comes on. <laughs> uh. oh. hmm. But yeah, uh, this time we're discussing One Piece episodes 160 through 167 that ran during July of... Or, that ran through July 13th through September 21st of the year 2003. And, uh, 
no new Simpsons during this time, which I, I was kind of sad about because I started watching the contemporary Simpsons episodes and I haven't had a reason to watch the Simpsons and yeah. I wanted to watch the contemporary episodes for this one because I was like, well, I got so much time in between now and like when the episode is going to be like, and then there was like, oh, there's, there's actually none. So I was like, oh, I guess I'm just going to have to sit on my hands for like the next couple of, we have delayed this episode because it, I had um, been moving, move, move again has now officially passed. I am now recording inside of my own room that I don't share so that I don't have to worry about rushing anything. I don't think that's going to change the length of the podcast, though. No, but I mean, we also aren't doing a uh, podcast. Uh, I had been one. I had been on a podcast uh, called Demand Does, which you can find linked on my own Twitter where he asks the same five questions to every guest who comes on, and they're solely based on the Zoom that he was using, I believe. There was a 40-minute limit to all the podcasts because that was when the free call would run out, and it's like, that is a fascinating way to keep things tight. Can't go too long on a podcast night. Oh, no. Because people need a 30-minute show to jam to. Or, if they're fucked up, eat some ham, too. Uh, who, hmm. Don't you eat ham while listening to podcasts, Janine? I would not normally associate both of them together, and I feel that if you incept that idea into me, I would not enjoy podcasting. <laughs> Ham and podcasts, two great tastes. If, if, if I'm if I'm just doing this now, I'm just thinking like, oh my god, people are gonna be eating ham to this the whole time. Uh, if you eat ham to us, you 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 have to let us know on Twitter. Just take a picture of yourselves eating ham. Use the hashtag ham it up and tag us in that while you're eating ham and listening to our podcast. But it specifically has to be ham, otherwise it doesn't count. And it can't oh. be vegan ham either. Wow, that seems a bit harsh, but okay. Gotta be meat from a pig, Janine. Ooh, wow. You're gonna okay. Unless you've got dietary restrictions or restrictions caused by religious beliefs, in which case I guess you don't need to eat actual ham. It's just a dumb bit. Ha ha ha! So what episodes are we covering today? Survival rate ten percent. Priest Satori with the power of mantra. Peril of the Ordeal of Balls. Fight to the death in the Lost Forest. Choppers in Danger. Former God versus Priest Shura. Ever Mysterious. Ordeal of String and Ordeal of Love. La 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 light the fire of Shandora. Wiper the warrior. 
floating land of gold Jaya to God's shrine. Eve of gold festival. Feelings towards Verth. God, Enel appears. Mom's spaghetti. Abad to the survivors. Mom's spaghetti. So, the crow crew of Luffy, Sanji, and Usopp are kind of debating which of the four gates that they're going to go through, and ultimately they choose the ordeal of spheres or balls, depending on the translation. Like, spheres is a homophone, and that makes it very confusing. But uh, ultimately, they go through the gate. There's cloud balls floating, filled with various things like snakes and explosives, and Satori! One of the four priests introduces himself and reveals that the ordeal has a 10% survival rate. Luffy tries to attack him, and Satori is like, oh, I can read all of your moves using Mantra. And so Satori is able to separate them from their boat in the fight, meaning that they have to get back into it or be lost forever. And... All three of them are just kind of continuing to fail. Uh, their fight with Satori, who... Satori, beyond looking like Paul Williams, is just kind of a nothing character. I was so frustrated. Because this is one of those gimmicks that's just like, this could be fun for like an episode mm -hmm. but this guy it reads so much shorter in the manga like you get the feeling that they're kind of padding things out or jokes that worked better in the manga don't necessarily work as well in uh the anime Meanwhile, uh, Zoro, Nami, and Robin are walking. Robin points out how strange it is that there's soil, and they are unaware that Isa, a young girl, is stealing some soil in a bag. Back on the going merry, Chopper's having a rough time until he remembers that the Crow crew is coming to save him, and he goes to fix the ship until he drops the hammer down uh, the stairs near where the sharks are. and. He is afraid of sharks because they are really big. He considers calling Gonfall, but is scared by Nami, who threatened to kill him if uh, anyone used the whistle. And that's when Shura, who is one of the priests who has his massive bird, Fusa, shows up and surprises Chopper, so he accidentally blows the whistle. I feel sorry for Chopper here. He is a sweet child. I think what I love most about Chopper scenes is mm -hmm. just how much that um, his own self-narration just kind of, like, gives you everything that you kind of, like, need to know. Like, I don't think there's any other characters that really, like, talk to themselves. Uh, I mean, Usopp talks about himself in a third person way at times that's true or badly about other people when he's mad 
I love Usopp. Ah. Oh. Uh, at the time, Gonfall is farming pumpkins and entertaining Palgia and Kanis outside of Enel's range because Enel had tried to kill Kanis, and Gonfall explains that the Straw Hats are criminals, and we, the audience, find out that Gonfall is previously the god of Skypea, or in Japan they use the term Kami, which really doesn't have a great translation because you can use spirit but spirit has other connotations it's it's complicated so that's why we're using the word god here and uh he mentions that he met some pirates 20 years ago we find out that the skypians and the shandorans have been at war for hundreds of years and gunfall tried to make peace but he was dethroned by enel before it could happen and he also mentions that the war between the Skypians and Shandoran started with a mysterious singing voice, and it will end when that voice sings again. And that's when Pierre gets him because Pierre hears the whistle. We'll we'll get to it later, but like I I've I got thoughts on this arc. I think that it definitely does a lot to kind of give you those reveals before they kind of like explain everything. So mm -hmm. I feel like subsequent explanations afterwards are just kind of like inside of the manga. It'd be like the next week. Oh, here's notes that explain what was that a lot more. Mm -hmm. Like, I feel like it, it. Well, you also get it in smaller chunks. That's true. That's true. I feel like um, coming from Alabasta, it was just completely different in how like you would have a bunch of episodes in between about getting to a place, and then there's the big reveal. Oh, yeah. It gets harder and harder to find a place for filler episodes in the anime. Because, like, Skypea is pretty much a very clean, straight-through story. Uh, the next manga adaptation arc, they controversially expand that one out uh, in a way that some people don't like it. I do. But, uh, yeah, it's, it's fascinating to watch. Or it's interesting to consider. Uh, Shura, meanwhile, is using uh, his powers to set the ship on fire while Chopper's trying to save it, and Shura's like, hey, anyone on the altar can be killed if the rescuers fail, but all those people who left the altar are free game to get murdered. Isa, meanwhile, senses Gonfall's approach before he shows up on the altar to face off with Shura and his deadly ordeal of string. Sadri, meanwhile, creates a long chain of spheres into a dragon, and Usopp convinces Luffy to run away instead of fighting. Like, Sadri just takes so long, and no one's ever really excited to see Sadri. So elsewhere, the Shandorians are discussing the development since the Straw Hats came. Uh, Reiki notes that uh, Gonfall has started fighting the priests of Enel, and Wiper, who is the chief warrior of the Shandorians, doesn't want to work with Gonfall. And back at the pumpkin patch, Poggy is like, yeah, we're going to help the Straw Hats escape Skypea now. Like, there's a lot of moving pieces in here. 
in a way where alabaster was very machinated it like tightly wound and this feels a bit too like disparate at times i feel like um there was way too many episodes with wiper that didn't explain wiper and i'm glad that we did um we had the ability to name the character before mm-hmm. but, but did not. we did not because mm-hmm. we just saw the character for like a bit and then just fucked off for the longest time and then now we get like everything and it's just like personally for me i don't I didn't find that like particular mystery like very fun. It was just like, well, who's this guy now? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, so as Gonfall and Shura are continuing to fight, Gonfall gets captured in the hidden strings laid by Shura and is dealt a blow that sends him into the water with the Sky Sharks. Chopper, not thinking, jumps in to save him while Shura knocks Pierre into the water too. And, you know, because Pierre and Chopper both have devil fruit powers, they are rendered powerless by the water. Bum, bum, bum. Luffy, meanwhile, finds the wire that is uh, pulling the sphere dragon. And when uh, Satori tries to pull Luffy, Luffy pulls the rest of the dragon with him and it all runs into Satori, which is pretty fucking great. I and love Luffy, that, honestly. Yeah. And then Luffy jumps onto his back while he is distressed, and Sanji kills him, or at least knocks Satori out. It's unclear. We never see Satori again. It's fine. He's dead. Fuck you, Satori. He's killed people, admittedly, mm-hmm. by him. Back in the Shandorian meeting, Isa is worried because she can use Mantra and she hears two voices go out. The warriors set out, deciding to take advantage of all this fighting, and Rocky mean and and Reiki, meanwhile, promises to get more soil for Isa taking her bag. Robin and Zoro follow Nami, who heads to the edge of the upper yard, chasing a hunch that she has, and meanwhile, Chopper wakes back up on the altar with Gonfall and Pierre and quickly works to stabilize them. And he finds out what saved the three of them. A flock of massive Southbirds. As the exploration teams head to the shore and hear the Shandorians coming in, they confirm the truth about Skypea. The other half of Cricket's building on Jaya Island is up there because the entire upper yard is the missing part of Jaya that was brought up by the knockup stream. How do you feel about that reveal? Honestly... I I do like it. Mm-hmm. It makes sense. I would. I was kind of waiting for the other shoe to drop, and I had like a feeling that it they were definitely related. Mm-hmm. But to hear like just the explanation said out loud, how it was presented, it was like, oh well, of course, you know. Sure. Yeah. No. Yeah. Land went over thing that just threw it up in the sky and it just got stuck there mm-hmm. as as it would anywhere else while out upon the sea the knockout stream shot up it brought a part of jaya and then it on clouds got stuck now it is the upper yard the holy upper yard it's got soil and 
love. That was better than the raps that I've done tonight. Thinking about switching genres. Hip hop never dies. I mean, you seem to be trying to kill it. I can't kill it, Janine. It survived worse rappers than me. The crew of the crow sails uh, the Milky Road through a field of skulls as the Shandorians rush past them. Viper shoots at them with a explosive and Luffy just pushes the attack back and challenges Wiper, but Wiper's like, yeah, no, just get the fuck out of here. And then they all continue on their paths. The Shandorians fight the other priests across the upper yard, where they are outmatched, even though the priests are outnumbered. Nami, Robin, and Zoro come back to the Mary, looking for Chopper, followed by the Crow crew. Usopp comes back, and at first he seems concerned that the, like, mass of the Going Mary has been broken by Shura, but ultimately it reveals that he's happy that his friend Chopper is fine, which... Good for Usopp. And good for Chopper. Like, it, it, it's just one of those small, nice moments. Uh, so the crew reunites to eat a big meal and parties as everyone checks back in with each other, and they decide that they are going to steal all the gold from the lost city of gold. The Shandorians, meanwhile, are fighting their losing battle against the priests and the mantra. Reiki tries to shoot Ohm in the face when he grabs her for stealing soil, but her shot has no effect, and Kamakiri gets injured trying to save her. As the evening rolls closer, Wiper has the Shandorians retreat, and while Ohm wants to chase them, they are summoned by Enel. We get some nice moments of the Straw Hats cooking together around the campfire, and they party as they make a larger bonfire. The fire tracks cloud wolves who are angry about how loud they are being, but then they all just start partying together, and they realize that the pirates were too strong for them to ever fight, and a wolf wants to fuck Nami. That's probably a doujinshi. You don't need to send that to us. Yeah. Yeah. We just kind of, like, understand. We understand and don't need to see Nami fucking Cloud Wolves. <laughs> now it's like a PSA. <laughs> so the... So the Shandorians plot to attack again in the morning, and Reiki regrets that she got Kamakiri injured. While chilling with the crew, Godfall explains that the soil that allows plants to live is called birth, and that is why the upper yard is sacred. That night when Usopp goes up to take a piss, he sees a mysterious spirit on board the Going Merry working on fixing the ship. Bum, bum, bum. As the three priests return to Enel's base, they start fighting, and Enel is disappointed that they are all so weak, especially with Shura not being able to kill Ganfall. Enel knows that the Straw Hats are looking for gold, 
and he decides to let the priests fight without rules as much and as hard as they want because his project, the Maxim, is almost done, and he plans to go to the world of dreams. This makes no sense. What doesn't make sense? What is the world of dreams? Does it have anything to do with the pirates' dreams that we've just talked about in the last batch of episodes? Or are they using different kind of ideas when they say the word dreams? Okay, Janine, do you want me to tell you what the world of dreams is? Because they do reveal it, and it's a very good reveal. And it's also like a what the fuck. Uh, it's probably better if we have that natural... Yeah, yeah. Like, I'll, I'll tell you what happens when he goes there, because it never gets adapted. Like, they have not adapted that uh, chapter cover story into the manga, and or into the anime, and it's one of those things where it's like, oh, everyone is pretty sure this is going to become really important soon. Like, where we are now, like, 20 years in the future of the show. Huh. Yeah. One Piece is fucking wild, Janine. Uh, yeah. So. What do you think Enel's power is? Magnets? We'll see. And also, Enel is like 100% Eminem. Like, the manga was being written in 2002 when Eminem was at... I'd say his... Would that uh, era of Eminem be his peak? Like, the real Slim Shady era? I feel like it was the rise. When was 8 Mile? Oh. Yeah, 8 Mile was 2002. So, it wouldn't have come out yet at that point. But, like, I feel like Eminem maybe never got as big as he did from that film. Because that was uh, when the Eminem show had come out. And then, like, yeah, he had... Encore and some other stuff after that. I don't know enough about Eminem to be 100%, but it feels like that was the point where he was the biggest that he got. He's 50 now. 50 years old. Damn. Mm-hmm. So, in the morning, the crew wakes up to find that the Going Mary has been repaired somewhat poorly and the wings and rooster head have been removed, bringing it back to its original form. Usopp and Chopper work to get the Mary off the altar, which ultimately works, so it involves Usopp using Chopper's the bait to have Sky Sharks pull the ship off, and Navi splits the crew into an exploration team that's going to get the gold, which is Zoro, Robin, Luffy, and Chopper. Well, Nami, Usopp, and Sanji will meet them with the Going Merry and leave the island with their treasure. And Enel is waiting for the fighting to start. And yeah, it's it's a lot of stuff. 
But we now have nine characters to match. So are you ready, Janine? Yes, I am. Uh, do you have any other thoughts on the episodes before we move over? I, um, when I was watching through it, mm -hmm. um, I had that, um, realization that the, um, Straw Hat Pirates befriend the local wildlife in just about every place they go. Mm -hmm. And I had said that I am actually here for it because it just seems like such a D&D &D table thing to do. Oh, yeah. If, if you had them meet goblins, they would make friends with the goblins. And the entire campaign, and the entire anime would be horribly pulled off course. Actually, that'd be a great use of filler. Just like, they run into some goblins. Yeah, and then like, they just follow the goblins because that's the attention span they have sometimes. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, uh, up first, we are back to Wiper. And uh, last time, I, I didn't add any additional ones to mine. Uh, I had Ak, uh, Apu Nasapima Pedalon, and Torpedo Admiral as my picks. Janine, you would have Caveman Homer. Do you have any others you would like to add? Yes. Yes. Added to that, I just thought, you know what? They're leaning into an angle. Let's just go ahead and just toss what they have set up so that I don't have to worry about it later. Mm -hmm. So I thought Tribal Chief. Uh, that's the one who also runs the casino? Yes, yes. His brother's mm -hmm. crazy talk. You know him. Mm -hmm. You know him. The other one, I don't know um, if you had updated the list, um, but uh, just to throw it in there because I didn't see it uh, written down, was Tony Hawk. Uh, I believe, uh, yeah, I think I'd forgotten to update the master list. Um, Tony Hawk was discussed. We have not used him. Ooh. Ooh. Uh, so I do like the see the thing the reason why i'm thinking tony hawk is because i saw more of wiper's shredding skills mm -hmm. um and how wild it is that basically like this group of people just like are riding on clouds with extreme sports because they're clearly on roller skates and skateboards. But, you know, they're just like the cloud version of them. Janine, uh, I have good news. You completely sold Antony Hawk. <laughs> like, part of me was like, well, we could do a reverse Indian thing where it's like, that's where we use Apu. But no, no, Tony Hawk. Like, he does have that cool sports energy and also like, a mohawk. He was on basically a skateboard, went upside down, and fired a rocket. And I was like, I kind of see it. Yeah, I can roll with that. Up next, we have Isa, the tiny girl who collects soil, who 
in the sort of movie adaptation that they do, her gender accidentally changes because the writers forgot what her gender was for one scene. Uh, Isla's Iso, pretty cool. I, I enjoy her energy. I enjoy that she is anti-colonial. So what 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 picks did you have for Isa? Well, this is the one where you get to go first. Cause well, you know, really, I thought I went first. You know, I always get swept up in this mm -hmm. in the orders. Uh, my number one is the Little Miss Springfield girl, the first girl that's seen inside of Little Miss Springfield commercial. Um. Got a pretty pink dress on, a crown. God damn it, she is showing you what you could be if you suck it up and just conform to the ideal of beauty standard that has been sent up before Lisa. The fact that she dipped for it, it just like it shows you that there was so much progress early on with Lisa, and then mm -hmm. just kind of like fucking gets flanderized. Yeah, she kind of, for a while, becomes the unfun, critical mouthpiece of most of the episodes. Isn't it weird that they do that to, like, white women a lot? Well, that's because they need a character who's a voice of reason, and unfortunately, by having that character who's a voice of reason be a white woman, uh, then as the flanderization happens, it kind of transcends into she is less of a little girl and more of just a mouthpiece or a tool used yeah yeah it's, well, I it's think not it's great. like i think it's less of that and much more of the idea of like the bleeding heart that we've seen that kind of like spun off from like bad faith kind of arguments like characters um like um al bundy's neighbor or um the weird ways that things backfired for, for Phoebe on Friends, you know, like, oh, you care about this, but maybe you, you're not, like, completely in on it, or, oh, you don't see how it's actually harmful because they're, they're hypocritical in this way, or mm -hmm. something like that, and it's like, there was definitely something in the 90s that just, like, you had to be cynical about the movements that were going on at the moment, but, like, you had to do it in, like, such a way that was, like, you kind of showed that you a little bit cared about it. Mm -hmm. Like, there is a point, but also we can't let you be right. Right, right. Um, so you just had Little Miss Springfield, girl? Oh, uh, no, uh, just completely because it was hilarious for me. The, mm -hmm. uh, Lisa imposter, if we haven't used her yet. Uh, uh, Lisa Simpson from the Simpson Variety Hour when um, it's kind of like a little bit hinted. Oh, Teen thing. Lisa. Yeah. Sophomore prom queen, five years running. Go, Lisa. Uh, so I've got a good one for this. Uh, Uvilo Iu Kitana Wanje also known as Lisa Jr. The 
uh, indigenous girl who Homer teams up with when Homer becomes a missionary. Who actively cares for her land. It would be kind of nice to have at least some indigenous people representation for at least one Skypeian. Sure, yeah. Lisa Jr. <laughs> awesome. Uh, we then have Kamakiri, who I like his glasses. I like his energy. I love it, too. Mm -hmm. That picture I've got, he's just holding a knife in his mouth and another knife in his hand. Kind of got, like, a fuzzy vest. Like, they have things you could be able to put knives on that you can carry on your person, and you don't have to, like, be moving while carrying those knives. Mm -hmm. But he's just doing it. It's yeah. like running with scissors on crack. So, I had two here. One is part of a duo with my Genbo pick, but uh, the first one I have is Lumberjack Lenny. Uh, who is Lenny from the uh, Simpsons Tall Tales? Where, ooh, yeah, I like that. You know, one. I I want to use a Lenny, but not necessarily Lenny Lenny. Not uh, and Lenny. The other, <laughs> and the other is Hurley, part of the duo of Orville and Hurley from Yahoo. Who do you have? Well, I went pretty low on these guys because mm -hmm. I don't care about them at all. Mm -hmm. um, but um, I have him in a duel, uh, a duo of myself, except that it, it's with Brom. Mm -hmm. um, the boy. I have, yes, I have. I have uh, Kamakiri as Native American one. Brom is Native American two. They are the last surviving members. Of Bonanza. Mm -hmm. Weren't there three last year? But also for Kamakiri, I had Crazy Talk. Just use that if it's a concept that could be. I don't think that we do see Crazy Talk. No, I don't believe we do. Like, there's a character that might be hinted to be, but that's still just kind of like a, oh, that person's standing there kind of a thing. Yeah. Uh, so. Yeah, I I wouldn't say crazy talk is viable. That's why I had a backup. Mm -hmm. Of Native American one? Yep. In case I got a hole in one. That is a punchline for another joke. So, and I made these choices a while ago, so I'm just kind of like looking them back up. Seeing how you um, feel about them, seeing if anything else sparks joy. I still... I still like Lumberjack Lenny. I, I, I feel I, like you... I actually love Lumberjack Lenny for Kamakiri. Alright, then let's do Lumberjack Lenny. Uh, we then have Reiki. And uh, how are you going to break my heart, my Reiki Reiki heart? I... 
was looking through the random female characters. Mm-hmm. And I landed on Uda. She is a contestant on a dating show that Bart is watching with his babysitter. Uda. How do you, how do you spell that? That is O-O-D-A. As in, Uda curves on this girl. Because, goddamn. I kind of miss something about those exaggerated, like, almost rubber portions that that they would have on The Simpsons for attractive, curvaceous women. All right. It's like, understood, this is not a hot woman. This is a representation of what would be a hot woman inside of this universe. This kind of looks like a weird... Amalgamation smear um, that's yeah. just completely static still. So I have three picks for this. Uh, one of them is Debbie Pinson, who was Homer's, uh, who was a cheerleader at uh, the high school that uh, Homer and Marge went to. When Homer changes his name to Max Power, uh, she shows some interest in him. Uh, there's Daphne Beaumont, who was a theater critic who just kind of has vibes. But I think the good one we could go with is a woman of color, a Latina, I, I believe. Let me check that. Let me see if I'm making a dolement right here. Uh, Oh, yeah, no. She is Mexican and German. I am speaking of national treasure, Linda Rodstadt. All right, well, how will you sell me on this? I mean, Linda Rodstadt's hot. She can sing well. Also, Black hair. Also a kind of tempering voice who is also ready to stir shit up in the same way that Linda Rods had both work to temper Barney, but also is ready to stir shit up during the Mr. Plow fiasco. I'm sold. All right. Well, Godfall is a loser and I think he is a boozer. Throwing pumpkins in the sky like a fool. We then have Brom. Not Brom's the boy from the horror series. Uh, he, he wears cool hat. Also incorrectly wears a coat. Also abs for days. Uh, you had had... Oh, uh, I had had... Age and weight booth man, and also beekeeper. Age and weight booth man is a person who incorrectly guesses Homer's age and weight, and kind of just wears a not great appropriative, uh, like Indian style head wrap. Uh, who did you have besides Native American too? That's all I had. So. 
I can go Native American too, or I could go um, Asian weight guy just to throw that guy away. Or beekeeper? I don't want to say Uter Pile for beekeeper, but being a beekeeper is a very noble profession that I want to respect. I feel like Native American... Two is kind of too old for this role. We will have some older Nate. Uh, we will have some older uh, Shandorans. So, uh, age and weight booth man, I guess. Uh, we then have Gimbo, who has a look. He's he's our he's our pursuit gentleman wearing a belt that. Is worn across his chest. Uh, weird kind of like leopard print armings? Are armings a thing, Janine? Like it's it's not really a coat because it just covers his arms. It also somehow works around the wings on his back. It's a very titty outlook. Mm-hmm. Uh, who did you have for Gimbo? I had in Impervo the Painless. He was in the episode Homer Palooza. He's the kind of sideshow freak that did daring stunts to show. Ooh, I I, yeah. I like that. Uh, I had. Uh, spray booth man. And then, uh, Orville. Uh, I'm not sure why I picked spray booth man other than he had a striped hat and a striped suit. Uh, he worked at the elementary school carnival. Another character from Lisa the Beauty Queen. I think I've had, like, three or four of them from that episode. In this episode. Uh, I like Impervo. I'm good to go with Impervo. Hell yeah, Impervo! It's Impervo time. We then have the Mysterious Spirit. Who did you have for the Mysterious Spirit? Huh? Oh, um... You're gonna love this one. Mm-hmm. Because it brings you peace. And brings you love. It's Alien Burns. Quote-unquote alien burns. So, I had two of them. Oh, uh, yes. I was trying to look up what one of them meant because I had forgotten what it meant. Uh, so, remember when Homer becomes a stonecutter? Yeah. And they strip him nude and they burn his clothes. And when they burn his boxers, a bunch of ghosts come out. <laughs> uh, I had Homer's boxers ghosts. Or Homer's boxers ghost. Uh, the other one that I had was the ghost of George Washington. Mm. Listen. Mm-hmm. We gotta go alien spurns. Because, because 
the only thing I was thinking about when Usopp had seen it was if this was a vision that was happening to Melhouse, and then all of a sudden, the thing that he sees. Okay, that the alien burns like it just fucking hit so hard. It was like, man, you got it. Uh, I can't wait until this becomes relevant. Uh, we then have Yama, who is another big boy. He's kind of like Enel's major domo of sorts. Uh, the two that I had were. Brad Goodman, and future Billy Crystal. Who do you have? I like future Billy Crystal. (laughs) You see, this this one I had as as a double, as a pair, with Mm -hmm. me now. Mm -hmm. Um, And now that I think about it, I remember you saying this character, but I don't think I let you use this character, but I do have Buddha. No, we we used uh, Gautama Buddha. Ah, okay. Then I have Ganesh. Okay. Uh, So, like I said, we have used Buddha already. Uh... I, so, there are definitely going to be important characters where we want to save a person who has an elephant for a head, not even (laughs) uh, getting into the, (laughs) just the category is person with elephant for a head, and that is like, yeah. I mean, there's also a person who's, like, inside of a hippo's head. Like, shit's going to get fucked up. Okay, wow. I'll trust you on that one. Yeah. Well, who did you have for Yama? Uh, Brad Goodman and future Billy Crystal. Please, let's make it future Billy Crystal. <laughs> Billy Crystal is getting what he deserves for all that blackface. All right, and then, last but not least, we have Enel and... We've got suggestions from our listeners. So, uh, up first, that one welder guy and Magic the Simpsoning, who was surprised that our podcast exists and is into the podcast... Uh, both suggested the Movementarian leader. King Atticus suggested Neil Armstrong and Kid Rock. Fuck Kid Rock. <laughs> uh, Abby, my lovely fiance, suggested Rainier Wolfcastle. Uh, Magic the Simpsoning also suggested the Zeus Quimby. Oh. I've got some weird ones. I am interested to see what you've got, Janine. I like Zeus Quimby. Um, 
Okay, for mine, I did kind of phone it in because mm-hmm. I knew that we would have guests. I mean, not well, you know, fan submissions mm-hmm. because I love hearing what everybody has. Mm-hmm. But for this one, I was a little bit happy about it. Um, my first thought was to go with Jesus Christ. However, there are several forms of Jesus that mm-hmm. that show up inside of The Simpsons. And the particular one that I have attached to is the Dancing Jesus on Homer's yeah. website. Mm-hmm. I'm not sure how I knew that that was the one you were talking about, but... I also kind of knew. <laughs> and what else? Um, that's basically it. Like, I I phoned in that the most important one because I I wanted to be able to discuss more what the fans had than my own. Um, kind of making our listeners do my homework for me. Thanks, guys. I already like several of these choices that I'm like already like mulling over. Oh, and you haven't even gotten to mine. Sure, yeah. Pile them on, baby. I've got four, Janine. I am going to pile them on. <laughs> Up first, we've got freaking guns, guy. We haven't used freaking guns, guy? We have not. Oh my god. Also, a famous golfer. Jack Nicholas. Also, Moose from Archie Comics. And last but not least, Pyro, the former American gladiator who has dated Millhouse's mom on several occasions. Wow. Mm hmm. Cool. Yeah. So, I don't remember why I thought Jack Nicholas would work. And I think Moose was literally just a, oh, yeah, I'm just trying to think of beefy, blonde characters. Freaking Guns Guy, I think, is a funny pull. Pyro, I think, works. Dancing Jesus, maybe. Movementarian Leader definitely has energy, but not necessarily... I think the physique or vibe. Kid Rock is hilarious and also wrong. Like, it would be a great role for this villain. Replacing a well-recognized and beloved white rapper with a real piece of shit. I do want to circle down to Zeus Quimby. Mm-hmm. As we do have a matchup in kind of the powers a little bit. Because he is willing to punish folks. Yes. Mm-hmm. I, I, I feel... Very strong about Quimby Zeus. Um, 
I mean, I could be pulled in other directions as well, but um, I'm curious about your thoughts on it. I... Hmm. Part of me likes Quimby Zeus, but I also think that Quimby Zeus in many ways is too much of a Quimby, which kind of goes against Enel's personality. I feel like freaking Guns Guy very much has the right energy for Enel and the right weird physique. And Pyro, you you want to know the you want to know the secret about Pyro, Janine? What's that? Pyro and Enel both have four letters. I mean, I guess that's right. I feel like there's too many things that are off theme. In terms of everything, like if you if you go for one kind of angle, you're missing out on another angle. If you lean in on this angle, you're missing out on another one. Mm -hmm. It's not gonna be a gorgeous transition of this kind of character. So there is a character in One Piece later on who is literally just named Zeus. Hmm. Also, we could pick Kid Rock, who neither of us are happy about. That is true. And we want to see him get his ass kicked. I guess. Plus, it helps us to secure the uh, spot for King Atticus to pick a character for the next episode. And it keeps it keeps the peasants dreaming of a better life. <laughs> That's what we need as we slowly use our iron fists to strangle the life out of them. I guess if that if that's the mission statement that we're going with, um, strangle the life out of our fans the Domance Dawn way with love. It's a hug. It is both my hands. It is your neck. It's a hug, though. My hands around your neck. Your life is going out. But you've got another character pick for the show. That one didn't work in so many ways. The important thing is I recognize it. We're growing as a people, but also as a podcast. So uh, thank you very much, our good friend 
King Atticus for nailing another suggestion. Because all of us wanted to see Kid Rock get the shit beaten out of him. And in the show. So... Yes. I mean, like, we'll, you'll literally hear about it, like, pretty soon, like, because we're in the Discord, and if you are listening and you want to be a part of the Discord, tell Luke, because I think oh. that, like, we post it every once in a while, an invitation link. Mm-hmm. It's probably posted somewhere right now. Oh, yeah, I posted it on Twitter today, the 23rd. Of March. 2023. All right, well, let us go over what we have in. Our wiper is Tony Hawk. Our Isa is Uvilu Uiu Kitana Wanje, a.k.a. Lisa Jr. Our Kamakiri is Lumberjack Lenny. Our Reiki is Linda Rodstadt. Our Brom is Agent Wade Boothman. Our Gimbo is Impervo the Painless. Our Mysterious Spirit is Alien Burns. Our Yama is Future Billy Crystal. And our Enel is Kid Rock. And hey, we got those done. Congratulations. Janine, if people would like to give you uh, congratulations, is there a place you can be found online that is not our Discord? Well, you could be able to find me on Hive. Um, I think that that one is probably not growing as much, or maybe I'm not following enough people. That is at Janine Juliet, or you can be able to catch me on Instagram at Janine is dope. Um, might expand into other things. Don't know what yet, but you could also find me on various Luke Hair Podcast productions. Luke, Yay. you say uh stuff. Yeah, I am still on Twitter. Um, the bad website, you can find me there or most places as Coltreg, K-O-L-T-R-E-G. Uh, you can also go to my website, LukeHair.com. I also set up my Itch.io or my Itch.io with a few of my comics. So if you go to Coltreg.itch.io or however that works, uh, you can go and get some of my comics. Most of them are. Pay what you want. I would also like to give a shout out to Mike, our cover artist, Mike Patton, who you can find on Instagram at Patton, P-A-T-T-E-N, pending, P-E-N-D-I-N-G. Uh, he is also on Twitter. But, uh, Mike is great. He was great for coming on uh, our last uh, SBS, which was a lot of fun. Also had some spoilers to deal with. Doman Stone typically updates every other week on Mondays. Um, next month, April, maybe a bit weird. I'm getting married, but I'm going to do what I can to keep us posting at least an SBS or something. So that should be good. Uh, you can find us at domancedon.com, which leads to our Tumblr. We are also on Twitter at domance, D-O-H-M-A-N-C-E. And we are on iTunes and all of your other podcatchers if you would like to help us out. This is going to be the easiest thing that you can do. If there is a cover for the show that you like, just like post that to your social media with a link to the show and be like, hey, I really enjoy this show. 
and then just like hashtag the Simpsons and One Piece or whatever. Because when people find out that the show exists, they're kind of like, wait, what the fuck is this? Uh, I'm going to give it a look. And that has been the best way to uh, get new people on the show. Uh, thank you to our uh, new followers. I accidentally closed out the link. Uh, Magic the Simpsoning, who found out that we existed and did a very nice post. So hopefully you made it through this episode and enjoyed it. Uh, thank you for listening. Next time, uh, Skypea is going to continue to Skypea. I have we'll no see. idea what that means, but I'm going to find out. I mean, that's all you can do. Uh, I think we're just going to see a bunch of priests fight and uh, you get to find out the cover story only <laughs> off bait of one of them. We'll see you then in two weeks. Peace. It's time to go, because it's really late. It's about 10.22 in p.m. Eastern Standard Time, and March 23rd, 2023, and that's all that you get from me. Smooth sailing. Wait, fuck, I lied. I'm just continuing to make my last statement about being done. Increasingly false. Janine, you gotta stop me. 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 Usopp, Nami, and Zoro 2, they're members of the Straw Hat crew. Sailing on the sea with Luffy, their king of the pirates. That's the thing that we're here for. And Simpsons with Homer, Maggie, and Simpsons. Fuck. Fuck. Mm-hmm.